Parental discretion is advised. Hey guys, before we get started, uh, having fun here with the Wrestling Mayhem Show, I uh, just wanted to put a little disclaimer on here. We uh, definitely recorded this uh, several hours before learning about uh, the death of the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, at the moment here, uh, late, late Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday morning, uh, confirmed by WWE.com, it seems, and of course, Triple H's Twitter account, nothing more details at the moment. Uh, but just wanted to preface that with the uh, insanity, the excitedness we had over the weekend of WrestleMania. Uh, so enjoy this show. It's the best week in the world to be a wrestling fan. Want to know what we thought about WrestleMania and the Raw after and the Hall of Fame and whatever else comes up? Only one way to find out. Stick around. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Donate as little as a dollar an episode to get your name in the show and access WMS Gold content. Check out our page at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show or click the link on our site. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show 414. It's the Mayhem post the WrestleMania. And uh, we're going to get into it. We have so, so much to talk about here with my cohorts, uh, one of which is the Papa Lunchbox uh, reporting live from the Dungeon of Doom. How you doing, sir? Hey, everybody. DJ Papa Lunchbox. Call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner, which I never really understood as a saying. It just seemed like something people said so they wouldn't have to sit quietly. Hi, everybody. I'm Lunchbox, and I proved my own points. Also uh, uh, coming at us from the other side of Pittsburgh, here is the Riz. I got the whole world <laughs> in my hand. I got the whole world. Also with Invite. us, not in a catatonic state, is Bobby F. J. Town. Hi, everybody. I'm still alive from not the flooding, <laughs> lack of flooding. Oh, a wonderful. Good joke. Flood, insert flood joke here. And also in studio with us, uh, joining us for the first half is Dutters. And she's doing a wave. She's doing a creepy wave thing for you guys on audio. Um, Hi guys. <laughs> we'll have to just like go in this shot and all do the wave at one yes. time, and we'll do that later in the show. <laughs> of course, this is your Wrestling Mayhem show. We're here uh, every uh, Tuesday night at uh, live.sorgatronmedia.com around o'clock, around about nine o'clock. PM Eastern Time. Uh, of course, you can find uh, oh intro by Basic Sickness. Check out more of his stuff at basicsickness.com. You can check us out at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spreaker, all kinds of different places in audio and video form. Stitcher as well. Uh, no, I said that one. Uh, and, and Stitcher. We're on and Stitcher. Stitcher. You know we're on Stitcher. You can like us. You can uh, star us. You can comment on us. Tell your friends about us, um, all kinds of things. Uh, and you can also drop us a line at that email address. Good times. Good times. Good times at uh, WrestlingMamShow.com. Uh, that was very disappointing. I was, yeah, was, was very disappointing. You know, it was early, really and everybody else was there. Say it again. All right. One. At that email address. 
great. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. All right, we'll just edit that first one out. He goes to drop us a line. Also, drop us a line of 412-206-WMS0 for the hotline. And you can also you can look at us at Patreon. Patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. There's a link over on our website. And you can join us just like just like the Wrestling Revolution has, who's been donating a couple bucks each week. And you'll get special WMS Gold exclusive content. And hopefully some new stuff here as it comes. You get some benefits. You get some benefits if you give at least a dollar. Trying to help us out. Trying to raise some money to try and improve the show. Keep it going so we can pay the bills around here a little bit. So let's get right into it. The only way we know how with the fan mail. And we got a whole bunch going on here. Uh, first off, uh, we do have uh, well, actually a couple from Alex Cars. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right into that. Uh, there's a website out there called theashesofchikara.com he wants to tell us about. Uh, I've seen a little bit of this. Of course, there's been the Ashes videos and everything. And apparently they're doing something a little bigger. He tells us, uh, last year a web series debut called Ashes, which documented the efforts of a wrestler named Icarus uh, to put together the pieces of a wrestling promotion, Chikara, that fell apart after the iPay-Per-View. Never compromised. This series finally expanded to a feature-length movie called The Ashes of Chikara, premiering in Collegeville, PA, on May 5th, before its worldwide release on May 9th. I wanted to get opinions of both the Movie Minute and the Wrestling Mayhem Show, guys. Okay, we didn't get to the Movie Minute. We had a Captain America special. Sorry. Um, about this uh, what do you think about what seems to be the most serious attempt to bring the world of pro wrestling to the big screen outside of something like The Wrestler uh, would you be interested in more projects like this from wrestling or other different topics and uh, I've seen a little bit of the trailer I didn't get too big into this um, I'm pr- I was presuming this was more of an indie release I, I'm still kind of presuming for the most part that's what this is um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, as far as as far as Chikara goes, something to to bring wrestling uh, to the masses. Um, does this look like something that uh, I don't could get some more attention? Yeah, anything. I, I, think, I think it's possible. I think the the shorts were really really well done and, uh, and you know really really intriguing. And if the movie's done as well as the shorts, then I, I think it's got potential. Mm-hmm. As far as like indies go i mean i'm just saying like you know i, I really just look at it like this, this is an indie working on this in the in the long run mm. um they're putting a lot of production value into this at least graphic wise and everything i don't know how it's gonna come out in the wash as we've been hearing about the you know, other wrestling projects we've been hearing about recently uh not really turning out as good as the trailers uh <laughs> in editing and stuff i'm not gonna drop any names uh but i mean that's always a worry especially if it's something that's not from a studio not from something established is this something that will be, you know, end up being something that the wide people that are used to their Captain Americas is, is going to be into? Um, and a friend of the show, Kenny Pickett, other friends of the show with uh, Chikara are actually involved with this. It looks, up front, it looks amazing, <laughs> whatever they're doing here. But again, it could be graphics. I, I, I'm really curious. I'd really like to see how this turns out. So. It's Chikara. It's going to be somewhat entertaining mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. are going to flock to it because it's shikara and it's a pro wrestling story stan bush is a part of this 
wait a minute. No, now I just turned everything around because I just saw Stan Bush as a name on this trailer. I'm in completely. <laughs> I just don't know. Stan Bush has guested on uh, Mike Quackenbush's podcast before uh, the Grizzly Bear Egg Cafe. So they definitely have a connection with them. And that's that's awesome. I hope they do a rendition of The Touch. Um, this needs to happen. All right. We got another one. Uh, does anybody want to tackle the Mad Mike mail? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll do it if you're not excited about it. Not everybody at once. Oh, jeez. Hey, hey, I said I'll do it. Hey. Do it, Riz. All right. Howdy, Mayhemers. Howdy. I'm e- Howdy. I'm, I'm emailing like... in case I don't get hey. home in time. Hey. Hey. I'm emailing in case I don't get home in time to join the second hour of the show. Okay. So Mania sure was awesome, wasn't it? I still think my favorite moment of last night and Mania was Cesaro be- was Cesaro because it was mo- the most unexpected. I still don't know how I f- how about how I feel about Taker's loss. Heyman's promo last night definitely helped, but if we don't see Brock for a while, I almost feel like it was a bit of a waste. Nice to see all the NXT love last night, especially when the actual NXT product has been kind of lackluster the past couple weeks. I still wish, I still wish Bray would have had, would have won last night, or at least got Cena to go berserk and get himself disqualified. Something that makes the story progress instead of LL Cena wins. All one word. All one word. All one word. All capitalized. Last week's Impact was an interesting show, but man, do I never want to see a straight mat, straight jacket match again with two guys who don't know how they work. <laughs> I did like the finish of the world title match with Magnus telling Abyss to stand down. I, kind of on the side to the straight jacket, um, um, watch the straight jacket cage match between Booker T and. Uh... Uh, Scott Steiner. Uh, I don't want to. It was kind of. Uh, I don't think they got a straight jacket to fit Scott Steiner. It was a problem. So. And he goes. He he continues and finishes up. Well, in case I don't make it, I learned that Paul Heyman can manage a broom to a world title mm-hmm. with birth <laughs> white birthday boy ending transmission. Happy birthday! There you go. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday! We brought you balloons. Yay. 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 And he's not even here to celebrate. Nope. Boo. Nope. Not even here to celebrate nope. with the balloons. Nope. We have all these balloons and no birthday boy. Jeez. What the fuck is that about? Yeah. All right. And we got one more, I believe. Uh, LB, you yes. got this? Yes. Hey, 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 it's me, it's me, it's the future, past vanity year at Big PPC. What a amazing WrestleMania week of programming on the WWE Network. The WWE Today shows were fun and enjoyable, and the Hall of Fame was epic. WrestleMania's most times has its ups and downs, but this year for sure. Triple H and Brian was everything it needs to be. 
great entrances with Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and other chick. Don't remember her name. Let's call her other smaller blonde chick. Yeah, great story told by the game and the goat or the greatest of all time. Get it! Anyways. I got it. I got it. Wish <laughs> Wish Wyatt would got win. But he got great entrance, memorable moments at Mania, live band, new pants and jacket, and was over as fuck. Cena retained his legacy, which means he strokes his cock later, or maybe Nikki does, in the castle. Ooh! Wow. Ooh. Boom! Whoa. Oh, dear. Whoa. Uh, Brock versus Undertaker was what it was. Obviously, Taker seemed like he was done. I didn't expect the streak wow. to be broken, but if it had to be broken, it was broken by somebody that Undertaker wanted it to be broken by. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. True. <laughs> so let's give Brock Lesnar a chance. I hope they don't blow it. Maybe we could see Taker there at Mania again. It was rumored that Taker wanted to be done in 2010 and wanted to drop the streak to Brock, but then Vince couldn't make it happen then, so it happened now. 21-1 and one doesn't sound as good as undefeated, but if I had my way, he would have given it to a younger guy who would have been around longer, but maybe Brock will. Brian finally wins title! Yes, yes, yes! Quick raw thoughts. Fantastic crowd. All night long! Alexander Rusev, Paige, Adam Rose, Bo Dallas. Oh my, hope they have room for Sami Zayn. Cesaro and Swagger, hoping to feud Cesaro, Paul Hammond guy. Now we the people know more. Crazy question. What was your favorite moment of the past several days, WrestleMania or Raw or Hall of Fame moment? Oh wow. Personally, it, it is very hard, but... I have to say that Jake the Snake uh, speech was mm -hmm. that was great. Mm -hmm. That is like at, at the very least in my top five moments. What about you, Sora? That 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 Hall of Fame speech was if Brand, uh, if uh, the wrestler actually got inducted. Yeah, yeah. It broke my, it broke my heart when he said I can't play anymore. I was like, oh yeah. man, <laughs> yeah. Like, Every moment was just like, oh, oh. But then yeah, we got the, uh, then we got to the best part, um, Mr. T talking about his mama. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there was a mention on there, like Riz, was it you that was uh, saying, like, you know, thinking back to watching between the ropes. Not yeah, between the ropes, like, but I, beyond, I was, I'm sorry, beyond the mat, that. and 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 everything beyond that went the mat, on there. Damn, was I this would chocolate? never have guessed that <laughs> I would never have guessed that Jake Roberts would be alive today. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. To be what, to be yeah. inducted into the Hall of Fame, let alone doing well, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Not not a train wreck, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not you know doing this after he passed or anything mm -hmm. like that. It's fantastic, mm -hmm. you know. And then. And the same can go is be said for even though it was a little bit later on, mm -hmm. the E60 done with by uh, ESPN on Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, I would never have guessed a year or two later him looking awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, I go I back to his voicemails. Look, like he mm -hmm. a million dollars. 
and he did. What were you saying, Dutters? The, those voicemails he left DDP. The, those heartbreak. Remember whenever he started talking about uh, going into yoga again, he would say, "This is Scott Hall," and it just oh my, it broke your heart because he was just you could mm-hmm. tell he was slurring his words, and it just was so sad. Mm-hmm. And then for mm-hmm. him to come back and look like that, and- yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I, I, he would always pop up at uh, the ICP shows, and it's just like, oh god, they're enabling the hell out of this guy, you know? Yeah. Um, and nobody helped when they booked Jake Roberts. He always looked like crap for ages, and and it was just it was just like the classic story, and and. It coming around like this was just fantastic for both those guys mm-hmm. and and what a night for ddp too to the to, to have <laughs> this you know to have have helped two friends of his and 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 this is by the way you, if you haven't figured it out by now if you haven't caught some of his interviews and stuff um this is going to be a documentary oh yeah they, they 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 he's he's hired a documentarian uh when uh with when jake came into the house and if you notice there's a bunch of videos on that we were all laughing at the flappy birds uh, a, a few days ago uh, uh all of them ddp hall and roberts playing flappy birds uh go check that out so i mean there they're, you can tell there's a video t- team around and they're taking all this stuff and it's a great story and i think it's going to be it's going to be tremendous um we talked a little bit uh talking with zach gallon on the indie mayhem show uh last week about this very thing uh you know leading up to the hall of fame and it's great to see you know these guys zach and a bunch of other guys are, are coming around you know, you don't see guys today falling into that trap quite as much, uh, it seems. At least we don't hear about it. Um, you know, Cole Cabana didn't leave and just turn to drugs, you know, for instance. Um, people don't disappear from TNA and turn to drugs and fall off the map. Uh, everybody's... Uh, everybody's no. What? What? No? What, what? You think of somebody? They just transform into Willow. Oh yeah, there's that. So they just stick around and do drugs. So there's that too. So, uh, but I mean, but generally you don't. You know, it, it's no longer uh, the wrestling you don't death see watch that anymore because of social media. Partially, there are people out there that will get a get a hold of this and make you suffer. Yeah, and they, and there's going to be people out there that know that this guy. This, we're not going to book this guy because he's a drug user and an abuser and everything in between. But then again, there's enough b- bad bookers out there. Oh, bad yeah, there's promoters out there. There's horrible people, yeah. people in this world that will only do it for the buck. But it's mm-hmm. not it, – it, it's just to the point where there are going to be people who will boycott it mm-hmm. enough not to go. True, true. Yeah. Back in the 80s and 90s, you didn't have all that. So we kind of fell off the question, but your moments from the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to yeah. that. Now yeah. we're all like crying. Uh, Sorry. What was your moment from the weekend? What was my moment from my favorite moment from the weekend? Oh my God, there was so much. There was so much. I had it been um, Cesaro winning. Cesaro winning yeah. that trophy. In in fantastic fashion, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of like you saw that earlier with the how how the pre-show match came and he turned on Swagger, uh, and and that severed, um, and and followed up by the Heyman guy thing the next night was just a complete package. Mm-hmm. Is that guy is made? That guy is going to go to the moon. That guy is the next Daniel Bryan or whatever you want to say. Um, you know, what I said a year ago, was like this guy is going to be. He may not be champion, although now I think he's going to be champion. Um, but he is the perfect guy to be the foil for John Cena, Daniel Bryan, guys like that for the, for the title. He will be in the title picture. I'm saying in the next six months at this point. 
I think he gets at least uh, he at least is taking on Daniel Bryan on a regular basis on Raw at least by SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, he has to be at this point, especially with Heyman behind him. They're not all Curtis Axel. If Paul Heyman can get uh, Axel to be Intercontinental Champion, (laughs) who knows what he can do with Cesaro? Yeah, yeah. Riz, what was your moment? You, Riz? I, I said my moment. Did you? For for the weekend, yeah. It was it was. Oh no, I didn't say that moment. <laughs> it was the joke moment. Never mind. Uh, actually, my moment would was, was Scott Hall coming out because I wouldn't <laughs> have imagined <laughs> in any light him looking that good and doing yeah. things like that. Yeah, he was just amazing. And uh, for WrestleMania, it had to be Daniel Bryan winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dutters, how about you? Rock babies. Rock babies. <laughs> I, you know, I had responded to Dutters talking about. I think coming on the show here, and I just responded, "Rock, like like rock. That's awesome." And I just got a text back, "Babies." Like, <laughs> first, I just saw it. I'm like, "What is happening?" And, and, and it came together. It came together. Uh, Bobby, what about you? Mine probably was the the Undertaker streak coming to an end, just because of the reaction, and <laughs> nobody nobody expected it. No, no, nobody, no. almost nobody. There were some people that had him losing, but I, I've never seen like a the air taken out of a crowd like that. Well, the problem was there was no air to begin with because everybody was yeah. exhausted from the 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 show previously. So. <laughs> And they and got to it. It, it. it was so flat. And everybody was yeah, just it's, like, uh, it's, it's, it's Brock Lesnar. No way this is happening. Because I and, feel and, like and, everybody was like, no way this is happening. Now my wife is boycotting Raw. I turned to my friends and I was like, I want little kids to cry tonight. I was talking about the John Cena versus uh, <laughs> Wyatt match. But I will settle for grown-ass adults. But, yeah, yeah. Instead. The pictures have been yeah. amazing for this. Amazing. <laughs> but... I think it had to be because from what I read for the story, uh, some props have to be given to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The man, he kind of carried uh, the match mm-hmm. after he, he almost killed mm-hmm. the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, Did we figure out at what point that happened? It was early. Yeah. It was way early. It wasn't it was really. It, early. For what it was, it wasn't that bad of a match either, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It For what it was. Good, yeah, it was. I, I, in my opinion, it was the worst match of the night. But in a night of world class matches, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah was, exactly. That's not much of an insult. No, mm-hmm. no. There was, there was, yeah, there was, there wasn't a bad thing all Even night. Even the Divas match was great. It was great. Yep. It had its <laughs> moments. Fantastic. Uh, LB, more email. Oh, our email is Bray Wyatt entrance and Brian Wynn title. Steak was shocking and Hall of Fame was unforgettable. Probably left some stuff, but our well, what amazing person, me a week. Don't forget about the Daniel Bryan journey thing on the network tonight. What the fuck? Uh, Till next time. No, we're forgetting about it. We're forgetting about it because we are here doing the show. Yeah, that's true. Stop, stop taking us on, network. <laughs> Till next time, it's been me, it's been me, it's been at Big PPC. Take care and don't stare. Take care, Mayhem crew and Mayhemers alike. Sent from my, you guessed it, 
<laughs> Excellent. We'll get to more fan and social media stuff, more interactions with you guys. But first, I want to give shout outs to friends that are feeding our crew that make it here in the studio uh, here in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. Slice on Broadway, sliceonbroadway.com. Uh, we've been trying to, it's working. Some people are uh, stopping in the studio and <laughs> laughing at pizza. Wow, jeez. <laughs> Mad Mike has given his seal approval to it uh, here. Uh, and if you're uh, visiting Pittsburgh, if you're around Pittsburgh, uh, uh, take a trip down here. Uh, and uh, it's right down the road, right down from us. I mean, you can stop by the Hemp Studios. Say hi to me. Sure. They have uh, beer. They have beer. They have beer. Fantastic beer. Uh, great selection. Uh, so uh, go check out my sliceonbroadway.com and you can sit there and you can watch the trolley go by. Mm -hmm. This is the only place with a regular uh, light rail train that goes on the road. Uh, Except for uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Just like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's why I love living here because it's just like the opening scene of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> have, I, have we looked at that? Is this like is this the neighborhood that was patterned after? I need to look at that. I think it was actually Northside now I think about it. That's what we need in the background. <laughs> you know, we're lucky. No, you know, we're lucky enough that we don't hear the train where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> Because I do, like, at night, I do hear it from my bedroom. And, and I mean, to me, it's soothing. Uh, but because it's only three blocks away. Uh, but still. Uh, we need a train that comes into Fandango's music. <laughs> <laughs> the new Mayhem Mr. Rogers. Exactly. train starts going back and forth. <laughs> Just why, why is the train saying oh sliceonbroadway.com do that <laughs> <laughs> thanks to our friends there and we're open uh you guys all voted uh the, it's closed for nominations but they're up for the uh wpxi uh best pizza in pittsburgh so we're hopefully gonna find out soon if they if they placed in that so yeah. all right so let's go into uh, again i i've been trying to bring a little bit of the Mayhem that happens on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group into the show, and I see uh, you're probably looking at some of the stuff that I posted in there. Actually, Riz, you're you're the first oh. one. I am the first one. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm just gonna let this. Who is doing? Is that you? <laughs> no, that's not me at all, sword. Oh, Riz, Riz, I'm definitely reading yours first because I loved your comment. <laughs> Riz is actually watching Daniel Tiger right now. I, I don't feel I don't feel right reading this with Mr. Rogers' music playing in the background. I don't. This feels a little weird. Oh, okay. To this, uh, Riz said, "Does anyone else have a boner right now? Cesaro and Heyman is a match made in heaven." Mr. Rogers' boner. Oh my. Yeah, I think that that was that was one of my yeah. Yeah. Riz, do you want to explain yourself? <laughs> Do I have to explain myself? Yourself, young man. No, I guess not. I guess not. Do I have to explain myself of what glorious thing happened on Monday? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is a great match. Like, and and not even that. The fact is, Heyman, an hour ago, like, within the hour, came from the most hated heel manager <laughs> of all time mm -hmm. to being the best face manager of all time <laughs> it was so mind-blowing in the same night <laughs> in the same night within the same hour 
I think somebody also brought up, hey, it's 2014, and uh, Paul Heyman and Dutch Mantel are, are in a rivalry managing people. Managing That's Claudio Casignoli. <laughs> Claudio and Jack Swagger. Amazing. Um, another one, and, and maybe you guys can fill me in, because this was, I don't know how I came across this, because it was stuck in the middle of, like, a 50 commented post. Uh, but started this. Kiko? K- Kiko? Keiko. Keiko? Keiko. Okay. Uh, Keiko, who, who often comments forever. in there. Uh, what's that? Rizoko forever. Uh, uh, okay, let me read the comment, and then you can explain the background. Um, and and I, I, I share the sentiment. She says, uh, the only thing I got from reading every post in here is that I am officially sold as hell on the corporate Funaki title run. <laughs> like Beyond Indeed Ready. Indeed. What? Indeed. Uh, yeah. I gotta look. What were we talking about? I don't even know. Like, the topic and, itself was not interesting, and somebody got mad, and then it turned into. Like, I saw this oh, stuff no, about Funaki. It was one of our uh, our uh, favorite posts on Facebook. Uh, and he started going off about how unhappy he was that Brock Lesnar broke the streak. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into Funaki winning the title. And then I brought it back <laughs> around and saying Kung Funaki should have won, you know, the should have broken the streak back in the, the days of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, another and, one. Oh, you got more? Then stopped. You can't follow that up. Uh, Alex Cars, our friend, uh, designs our T-shirts, of course. Uh, you know who called Taker's streak being broken before like anyone else? Bad News Barrett. That Ooh. man is a prophet. And he's a wrestler now again. And he's a wrestler again! <laughs> Yay! Was, he's him. the best wrestler ever, actually, for beating up Rey Mysterio. That was amazing. <laughs> poor Rey Mysterio. Poor, poor Rey Mysterio. For, for, who's only... How, how much the crowd hated Rey. For just That's being the, not the other not. guy in the ring. Really. He didn't even have to be number 30 this time. No. Like the best part the best part about it is every time he hit a move, he goes on his knees. It is like holds up his hand like the what? best part though was when he was up on the top rope and he's going what like what the hell's happening? And then Wade Barrett just bam right in the face. <laughs> Why did you just give him a hug? He has such a <laughs> complex right now. He has to, right? <laughs> he it, has wait, to. Was that, 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 that a short joke? No. Is it my is it is it my nine knee surgeries, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another one here. Um, uh, Steve Davis also along that line. Uh, Undertaker losing was shocking, but the real shock of the night was how well the WWE Network ran. And uh, next to that. Uh, uh, one, yeah, I didn't hear much for problems. So, so, I heard some people say, yeah, I kind of skipped back at one point, or, or they heard, like, ah, I did the thing it usually does on my PlayStation. Um, but uh, another guy on on the, on the Facebook, uh, Ryan, actually linked us to a Pro Wrestling Torch article about uh, the subscriber numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they announced Monday the WWE Network has a s- subscriber count of 667,287. And they're on track to meet their million uh, mark. That is uh, really their goal. And Now, 
apparently some articles saying this is a failure because they're not at a million yet and some are saying otherwise uh the, the stuff i read at the beginning when they announced this was we need to have a million by the end of the year mm-hmm. to i think not break even but become profitable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so if you read any articles where they say this is a failure it's like no i don't think so i i think well, there's there's it's a, it's a month old the mm-hmm. stock market totally disagrees because when they announced their viewership numbers, fucking, it was like rats running from a sinking ship. Yeah. They which, just, like the entire stock market was like, nope, we're out of here. I don't know what they were expecting. Yeah. 600,000 is very respectable, but Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, a, a, I guess because it's not break even, a month in, I don't know. Um, but, the stock market's weird. Uh, we talked about the other other show about how Amazon, uh, the 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 Jeff Bezos with Amazon told their stock brokers, "Hey, we're not in the we're not in a growth function. We're in a you know spend on ourselves function. If you want something like this, go buy something else." WWE Network, and even as far as this goes, WWE Network knows they're gambling. They know, mm-hmm. and I want to say like stock buyers are fairly conservative. From what I understand, and they—if you're not growing, if you're not on a complete upward momentum, without any hiccups, you know, if it's not perfect going up, you're getting sold, you know. And 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 sometimes this just becomes a mob mentality, and this is what happens. But why the hell are I hate that we have to talk about the stock market when we're pro wrestling fans? I blame Martha Stewart and JBL. It's part of the business, man. It is now. It is now. I do hate to say it, but I mean, a lot of the gripes that we have with professional wrestling boils down to, you know, they're in the business of selling nostalgia back to us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we want them to value the nostalgia and their value. The nostalgia is the commodity. Yeah. The biggest disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. WWE knows what they're doing. They'll come back around and those people will be there. Be sorry. Hey, buy some stock while it's low right now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Because uh, if they bye, keep bye, up bye. their performance like they did at WrestleMania, they are going to be worth a lot very soon. So now's the time to do it. Um, I, can I tell you guys about an art project that I discovered? And actually, a few of us got to uh, view firsthand here this before, past week. So before, we, before you do that, mm-hmm. I'm this, this backtrack here. We were talking about stocks <laughs> and art. On the Wrestling Mayhem show. It has nothing to do with me. I didn't do any of this. You didn't bring it with you? Can't blame me. Mm -mm. Nope. I had to class it up because the lady's here. Yeah, okay. All right, let's pass it up a little more. Of course, the WrestleMania party this weekend at Matt Carlin's. Or the Carlins. There's two of them. Yeah, yeah. Let me acknowledge that. Uh, but this actually came up in the middle of somebody else's post, and I, I, I came across this. <laughs> but uh, apparently, apparently, they made a WrestleMania entrance for their kids' toys. Yeah. And <laughs> and those are strobes, li- strobe lights, ladies and gentlemen. So there's there's Matt there with it. Uh, it looks like a, an epic match with uh, what is that? Uh, uh, Ray Mysterio, Dolph Ziggler, and. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> all right, all right, 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 right. And uh, sorry, sorry. It's a reaction now. That's what it looks like with the lights out. Pretty epic, pretty epic awesome. Undertaker entrance. I th- although I think that's Randy Orton. So um, go check that out. He takes as long as the real Randy Orton. He gets does to, get to the ring. 
about rep theory playing. So I, I love that stuff. I love that. that, that and it, it was pretty cool. Uh, the kid kept moving. Uh, apparently, uh, after they announced that they were at the Silver Dome instead of the Superdome, I noticed that their kid uh, moved the entrance from one place to another. So I think he was moving mm-hmm. it to the right location. <laughs> so um, Ouija, Ouija ring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh by the way uh, i saw one of you guys put another tweet in here uh carlito just got himself double fired Hall yeah i posted in the chat <laughs> yeah a, a nice little gif of that night does that mean he's rehired VR carlito awesome where'd you where'd you post it it's in the chat which chat in in the uh actual in, in the actual chat of live.sorgatronmedia oh okay yeah, go check that out. I, I can't bring it up at the moment. And we got yeah. a voicemail. Voicemail. Wait, why did we're, I put that in there specifically so we could talk about Carlito sassing the WWE and getting himself double fired? All right, tell me about the sassing. Instead, what happened was uh, <laughs> as a cat. Riz said he put something somewhere, and you talked about that, and we moved on. <laughs> you grew a tail. And then a, and then a cat much. jumped in your face. For audio yeah. listeners, Lunchbox has a tail now. <laughs> Watson is into the show. I, I, I apologize for taking your spotlight. You may continue. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sorry. No, no, continue. Do, do you you were going to say. Anyway, anyway, Carlito came out and made a bunch of jokes about how his time got cut. It was just like being in the old days. and He's used to working bingo halls nowadays. And he said a bunch of sassy stuff, and he's like, no, 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 but it's about my father. And then didn't say anything for the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll let the other employed brothers uh, <laughs> say the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Carlito being Carlito. Carlito. Please taste Houston didn't stab anybody in the kidney this time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Can I get the voicemail now, sir? Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got one. I believe this is from Matt Carlins. Matt Carlins. What? The Carlins. The Carlins. Wow. Uh, I don't know why I did wow. that, but it felt good. Uh, hey, it's your pal in the mainstream media. Uh, still cleaning up my house and finding little pieces of pinatista all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. I had to get a phone call in. I hope it's not too late. Because um, it struck me like a bolt of lightning. I just watched a clip of John Stewart talking about the Undertaker streak being <laughs> over, and it just hit me that it had to be Brock Lesnar that broke the streak. There was nobody else. Am I right? There was nobody else to break the streak right now, here in this moment in time. Not next year when Roman Reigns or Cesaro might have been ready. Not last year when CM Punk was still a full-time wrestler and wasn't Phil. It had to be Brock Lesnar right here, right now, because everybody's talking about it. All the mainstream media is talking about it. John Stewart's talking about it. Hell, there's been two straight days of stories about The Undertaker being in the hospital on our 5 o'clock news. Bob Pompier, he came up to me on Monday and asked me about The Undertaker's streak. And you know what they all said? You know what they all didn't forget to mention? Brock Lesnar. Because they right. it had to be Brock. There was nobody else. Debate this point. Try to debate this point. Prove me wrong. It had to be Brock Lesnar. There was nobody else. Right here, right now, this moment in time, it had to be Brock. Am I right? Am I right? Believe that. Uh, <laughs> first of all, 
Wow. Um, Believe in the shield, I think he said at the end. <laughs> Believe in the shield. Yeah. First yeah. of all, um, apologies to uh, Pinatista. Uh, I, I don't know what came over me. <laughs> Anger, maybe. Yes, there was a new uh, pinata. Fashion after this Batista. It was, it was a very easy pinata to hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, movie trailer uh, forthcoming. Uh, uh, but going back to his point, I agree. I mean, who else is going to have – you're going to have UFC champion Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. We legitimized pro wrestling just like Laronitis tried to two mm. years ago. Yeah. It finally but happened. It took yeah, him leave. You're going to have Papiani and, and Riz. And am I seeing this right? Papiani took a call about it on the nightly Papiani sports call. Papiani took a call what? from a caller last on a Sunday just, night. Let's, let's broaden this. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, you know, okay, Carlin's works at KDKA Channel 2 here in, in Pittsburgh. Papiani is a sports guy here in Pittsburgh. And that's why that name was getting floated around a lot. So only it, a quarter of the audience is even going to know what the hell mm-hmm. we're talking about. Uh, so, But still, the local news, it... It, you it's know, going around. It's, it's going around. It's it's like the 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 first thing on at midnight last night was people's reactions to the Undertaker losing. Oh, <laughs> they showed them on at, so mid, on at midnight. It was great. Uh, I, I showed. I was going to show some of the Daily Show clip, but I realized that they're on a tirade taking stuff down on YouTube. So we're not going to do that. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it is, and it, and how that became because I mean you got to think even you look at uh, years past we had mass appeal because the Rock came back into the match every year so it had that mass holy crap this year they had the 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 winning combination of Hulk Hogan came back so every kid in the last thirty years <laughs> says oh maybe I should watch wrestling or and everybody knows Hulk Hogan you know uh, plus Brock Lesnar. As the UFC guy bringing that crowd. Then this happened, and now it's in the news all over the place. Now, which is, is amazingly smart, because you're going to go spend your nine ninety nine a month to go watch the thing. Yep. Right. Jack up the numbers. And there you people go. people are still going to bitch about it. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, well, us, they're already paying our nine ninety nine or played our $69.95 Sunday night, are going to bitch about it. You know, I, as fans, they're like, you can't beat the streak. My wife is going to the gym instead of Raw. What the hell is that? Um, I mean, I mean, this is seriously affect my living situation at home. I, uh, I apologize for that, Sorg. It's your fault, Riz. <laughs> Way to go. It, it's all because I destroyed uh, Pinatista, isn't it? Apparently it was the, you just you guys just you voodoo dolled it. it. There were New Orleans and you voodoo dolled it. I voodoo dolled it. You voodoo. That's you, right. You made Batista run out of gas. Oh wait, that always happens. <laughs> no, well, I took out his legs first, so there, there's a good possibility that could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, daughters, I know you said you're going to leave here at the end of the first half. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you have any parting words? Yes. Anything else you wanted to touch on uh, that we haven't gone to mm-hmm. yet uh, from the weekend that you you want to get out there? Uh, ooh, number one, these Carlin's uh, pay per view parties are getting so out of control. We're gonna have to start selling tickets because everyone's mm-hmm. gonna want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting pretty. I, if full. you haven't seen the pinatas or the cookies or the food or just the general um, figure pictures. Chachi's photographs. Of- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, from from our events, um, you really should check those out. They're really a lot of fun, and we have a good time. And we encourage other people to have good parties, too. I thought that was fantastic. Um, as far as the weekend goes, now I have to recap everything. Um, I think... Uh, I think I think it was it's this is horrible to say, but the fact that Taker got hurt was one of the best things that could have happened for the WWE. Oh, because wow. everybody had a reason to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Beyond it just being the streak, it was also everybody mentioned that he was in two days they kept him a couple of days in the hospital. They had to keep I mean, it was on your favorite TMZ and <laughs> <laughs> and it was on the local even though, like like we had talked the local news had covered it but i think it's unfortunately was one of the better things that happened for the whole event and also i have listened to the wyatt's theme song i can't tell you how many times since um, what happened to your camera dude your camera move <laughs> yeah, Where, how, why are you all the way over there <laughs> i don't know i haven't moved that's weird um yeah, but uh, but I thought that the, as a live performance went, um, I forget the, the artist's name, but performed with the masks was pretty fantastic for the mm. lights. That was the only other thing mm. I would add. Probably creep. I mean, it they, the creep factor was over the top, and I mean, not even Undertaker level. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was. I think they got they got gold with this. I really think Wyatt's are in some fashion mm-hmm. the new Undertaker. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Very possible to be the new undertaker if they keep Uh at least like we'll see are they going to be smart enough to keep adapting Mm -hmm. you know um or are we going to get a point where they nwo and we get like random people that don't work for them anymore but factions new factions i never know like like the lwo of the wyatt family (laughs) conan somehow coming back as max as max moon though as max moon yes (laughs) No, no. This is our cousin Max Moon. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just grows a beard under the mask. <laughs> no one will even oh, notice. Oh, Follow the wow. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us here. Uh, stick around uh, after awesome cast for for uh, the the mayhem. Uh, so uh, at K Dutters, if you want to hit her up on Twitter. Uh, and in uh, the meantime, we're going to go uh, check. Uh, well, uh, we're going to go check out a uh, trailer here. You guys on audio, you guys on video. Uh, for finding Zach Gowan, we talked to Zach last week again on uh, Indie Mayhem Show. You can check that out on WrestlingMayhemShow.com and actually on the iHeartRadio app if you want to go uh, download that. Uh, we're trying to get the this show on there too, but there's a little bit of an issue with that. We're going to work on. I think it's because uh, LB swears too much, but we'll work Damn on it. LB. Thanks. Thanks, LB. Um, but <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, go help, check out that trailer. You can get digital downloads uh, from us over at SorgatronMedia.com uh, or you can get the DVD from Joe-Dombrowski.com or, of course, get links to all that stuff at ZachGowan.com uh, Z-A-C-H, if you're not clear on that. All our early project stuff I haven't misspelled. So, uh, so ZachGowan.com, and here's a little bit of audio, video, depending on where you're at, uh, from uh, Finding Zach Gowan. We'll be right back. I'm going to talk about some things that I find, personally, I still find painful. See, it's kind of difficult for me to talk about because my childhood necessarily wasn't the best childhood. You know, I was in my own prison. I broke my leg in three or four places. He was diagnosed in October as having osteogenic sarcoma. We didn't know what that surgery would mean. I woke up as an eight-year-old 
missing his leg. It was definitely fate, I believe, that led me to the House of Truth Wrestling Academy. But in, in my heart, I knew that this is exactly what I was born to do. I finally found a place that accepted me. It was the most euphoric feeling I've ever had in my life. And here's why I finally let him and I go, listen, the WWE's gonna call you. Was completely overwhelmed. This guy has a definite future in his business. But I get to be in a Piper's pit. I get to go to the ring with, with Hulk Hogan. Wrestling the big show, working with Brock Lesnar, to be in the ring with Vince, like this is totally insane to me. Nine months before that, he was just a fan. Nine months later, he's in the ring with Hulk Hogan. You can see this attitude change. He definitely got an ego. I rebelled and I acted out. People didn't want to be put in matches with him. Zach had so much heat. It looked like he was getting a living hell beat out of him. And that it was better that he leave or they're going to end up killing him. It definitely changed Zach. He got released. The drugs and alcohol become my answer to all of that. It just started going way. Zach's drug use was out of hand. I feared for Zach's life many times. I used to have dreams that he would die. It was the closest I've seen to a human being I would be. The guy has a gun to my head. He went through a dark time in his life. And uh, sometimes people need to do that to learn how to live. He's been through hell and back. That's the important part. He's back. Zach's legacy can be anything he wants it to be. It's a journey unlike anybody's story I've ever heard in my life. And I want I would want people to know the entire Zach Allen story. Then, then judge that. Hey guys, go check that out. Finding Zach Gowan at SorgatronMedia.com or ZachGowan.com or Joe-Dabrowski.com for DVDs, digital downloads, uh, however way you want it. Or if you said hi, like uh, Eamon did to Joe, Joe Dabrowski at WrestleCon this past weekend, hope you grabbed your copy. Uh, so uh, with that... Handshake. He has a great handshake. Uh, with that, we're going to start with that uh, tradition. Uh, this week, not sponsored by Kickstart. <laughs> Um, remember when? I'm not gonna remember when mm -hmm. at WrestleMania again and again. And we're back, we're probably gonna talk about it because we can remember when. That's right. This week, a very WrestleMania. Remember when? Nope, that's a lie. Not really. Not really WrestleMania. But it has to do with WrestleMania. Um, Daniel Bryan <laughs> versus the world. 
the best triumphant hero moments what what would they be we had a really big one rock kind of spoiled it says it's 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 brian versus the authority tonight um what were some other great moments where somebody had to overcome uh mass odds like this um uh guys and i know somebody's gonna say stone cold I was going to say Stone Cold in everything he ever did. Yeah, yeah, kind of, right? Uh, <laughs> pick pick a specific scenario, maybe? <laughs> maybe? Mm. Anybody? No? Yeah? Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because there's obviously a lot of them. Because it's, it's a common story in professional wrestling. You know, got, underdog mm. overcoming the craziest, like, stacked together, like, you know, mm. odds that, you know, and and only in wrestling and in comic books, I guess those people tend to <laughs> overcome it. So, Bobby, what do you what do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with the one, two, three kid versus Razor Ramon. Oh, nice one! Mm-hmm. Nice uh, one. Nice. He's Razor is basically bullying him his entire run in WWE, and then they had a diaper match, and Razor uh, lost to the one, two, three kid, and that's how he got his name, one, two, three kid. That wasn't in the oh. diaper match. What was? No, it wasn't the diaper match. That was part of it. Okay. Well, he was watching. Remember there being a diaper match, and then and then and then now they're best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now they're the click. Uh, and the Hall of Fame. Yep. I kind of want to say one of the one major the major thing that everybody talks about, even though he talks about it a lot more. Uh, if you have The Rock, Stone Cold. And Chris Jericho in the same ring. Who would you think would be the world, the undisputed world heavyweight champion, out of those three? It would probably be between the two, Rock and uh, Stone Cold. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Jericho overcame the odds and beat both of them. Yeah. In one night. In one night. Suck it. I don't know, Riz. I mean, it wasn't really triumphant. It was a little underhanded, don't you think? It was a little. rock and stone cold. <laughs> well, I don't mean to rain on your parade. I'm just saying we're trying to think of, like, a triumphant moment, you know? I'll give you a triumphant moment. That wasn't moment. triumphant? I'll give you the triumphant moment that no one likes to talk about anymore. But it oh, was no. the greatest triumphant moment in WrestleMania history. Oh no! It was oh, WrestleMania 20 when oh. Chris Benoit made oh, Triple no. H tap out. Oh no! You right. fucking took mine. I got up. <laughs> I was sitting God next to at the bar. Got up and yelled into my cousin's face. I don't care who you are. You can't fake that. That's what a grown man said. <laughs> Chris Benoit made Triple H tap wow. out. That was the wow. ultimate. That's the thing. That was the thing. It was. It was pretty fucking. I was watching it at a bar down in Georgia, and it was at the end of that match was pandemonium in this sports bar. People, grown men, sword, were off their chairs. The entire building was like on their feet, jumping up and down, screaming at the television set like we were there live. It was insane. Wow! And that bit right, right at the very end of the match, where Hunter's like almost to the ropes. And he does the bit where he tries to roll back over, mm-hmm. and uh, Benoit just is still holding on to him, and then he's stuck in the middle of the ring, and then everybody knows he's got it, and it's you're just waiting for him to tap out. So good. I'm sorry I stole yours, LB, but that was the ultimate. Okay. That's okay. I cooked up another one. 
and uh, and I think this is um, it's not just overcoming odds like storyline odds, but a lot of you know shit in his life, and nobody ever thought he'd get there. But uh, Mick Foley on the night where um, WCW tried to spoil his uh, his title win. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn it, LB, uh, you took that's mine. That's a pretty good example. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll get one. This is, I it, I may sound partial here, but it, it's starting, I had a lot of experience with this recently. Uh, and one we don't think about is, uh, uh, and I feel like we're going to have a lot of the same answers here that are going to be stolen. Uh, but think about Zach, Zach Gowan. Mm-hmm. With, with his run with WWE because it was, you know, again, his story to begin with. And, uh, you know, Vince and, and, and everything. Um, I mean, that's a pretty good one. All right. Since since I needed to get another one in, uh, since mine didn't work out pre- pretty well, Santino winning the Intercontinental Champion against Umaga. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy from the crowd. The crowd. Santino winning the uh, Divas Battle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Against all odds. Against Triumph. all odds or reason. All odds, including not being a woman. Harvey <laughs> Whippleman for that name. <laughs> Sorg, Sorg. Yeah. A equals D. What? <laughs> he just put a dick in your mind, Sorg. <laughs> in your mind. Wheels, what about you? Well, LB took mine, but I'm going to go. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay, bud. Anything. It's all right. That's why I try to go outside go the box. <laughs> I'm going to go from last night. Paige winning the Divas Championship in nice. her first night. Way to call back the your wheels. Yeah. <laughs> think, think it back. Think it back. You're as good with that. You're, you're as good as reaching back in your memory as I am with ages. We're going to go way back exactly. all the way to last night around this time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On, on a similar thread, if you remember uh, in the way back, um, it was a match on Raw. When Where'd John the, uh, Cena come the, back? Uh, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon for the uh, women's I championship. That was pretty awesome. I can't take you seriously with John Cena with that facial expression sitting on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> let's, see, let's see if John has anything to say. Oh, oh, take that, Bobby! Oh, oh, yeah, Bobby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, John. Oh, I won't talk to my father like that again. <laughs> you, if you have little kids, you too can have toys like this to play with, and it won't be weird. <clears throat> I want to cohabitate you. Yeah, but well, let's address this. We talked about this in the first half. Is it still weird when you're building a set hey, for hey, WrestleMania? Sorg, I'm here. <laughs> well, well, Sorg, the, so, the, uh, the yeah. construction Amen. was taken out of my hands. And I was like in arts and crafts mode. I'm like, we got to build a pinata. Well, don't worry. Hey. Wife of the show's got the pinata. Well, I'm building something. So. Eamon, what did you remember when? <laughs> nah, it's all right. We're just diverting. I, I didn't forget about you, Eamon. Oh, okay. That's what, what you got? That's, I also can't see you. Oh, wait. And also, we got, we got, we got the, the Hulk Hogan. We got the Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy to counteract. Um, macho, man. The real wrestle buddy. <laughs> That's right. A lot of snuggling going on there. <laughs> when you when you push its button, it says Silver Dome, and the crowd. My remember when for overcoming the odds, and yeah, we've mentioned this like three times already on the show, but we're gonna mention it again. Uh, Razor Ramon in general, like 
the whole idea of like, and I think we've discussed it before, is the when wrestlers go through shit like that and and drugs and and just horrible horrible stuff, like they just die, and no one thinks anything twice about it. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, you, you just sort of assume that happens because they're wrestlers and you know it's the business and then and, and you know especially in the 80s and all that and 90s and but now razor came back and and he overcame a lot of obstacles uh, i didn't get to watch the hall of fame live but they showed the recap footage um and i got a little teary when uh, he they showed the clip of his speech um when he mentioned sort of the idea of you know bad times come and go but bad bad times um well i can't remember the exact line but bad times um never stay but bad guys do i i i love that so much and yeah that's my overcoming the odds remember when nice nice all right, I think we got everybody there. Tell us you remember when uh, here on uh, if you found this as a clip on YouTube or in at that email address, Good Times of Wrestling Mayhem Show, or uh, dot com, uh, or Facebook, Google Plus, wherever you're finding us, wherever you can communicate with us, Twitter at Mayhem Show as well. Uh, and that was your remember when. Uh, so let's take a moment to uh, check out uh, uh, our friends, ProWrestlingTees.com. You can check out support the show. And put some threads on your back here. Uh, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS. We got some great stuff designed by the great Alex Cars, including the Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, Ridgemont High style t-shirt, the property of Mayhem, and uh, the good old classic WMS logo you can check out all at $19.99 plus shipping. Uh, great quality stuff. Uh, uh, most of us have at least one of these shirts um, that two. we're sporting around here. Sometimes two, sometimes three. Uh, <laughs> I know I always buy it myself just to make sure I know what you guys are getting out there. Uh, but it's not just that. They, they, they have a whole bunch of uh, indie wrestlers and non-indie wrestlers. Tugboat's in here, guys. Tugboat. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah. They just made a new line of uh, Randy Savage stuff, too. Which I was awesome. getting to that, sir. Uh, <laughs> but no, That's he, how you're I right. Fully licensed Macho Man. Oh, we talked about before the, the, the Andre the Giant officially licensed by, by the estate t-shirts. Uh, great looking stuff. Oh, my God. These are awesome. There's a Macho King shirt. I guarantee you, uh, Gregory Irons will be wearing this the next time I see it. Uh, see him. Um, it, this is some good stuff here. Uh, other guys like Beta Scott has t-shirts stored up on here. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, who is now um, Eamon's new good buddy, uh, from what I understand, oh, has, has his own store on there. Uh, outside of the WWE, so you know, uh, Scott Hall, we've been talking about him. He's got a store on here as well uh, with his own stuff. So go support these guys directly. Uh, just another way to support them. And, and, you know, he's got a bad guy and a click one. Awesome. Uh, so go <laughs> check that out. ProWrestlingTees.com. And, of course, our stuff at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS for the Mayhem merchandise. Just throw that in the cart with uh, the other awesome stuff going on over there. And support the the show we do we do get a little slice off of that uh to help pay the bills around here as well another way you can do that uh so there's a lot that happened over the weekend we touched base on a lot of stuff uh so i want to make sure we we uh back clean up here what what do we not get to um i get a little more of your opinions here <clears throat> we touched on uh the hall of fame good bad and the ugly i think we had a little bit of everything we talked First about of all well, we, we, we talked about Jake. We talked about Scott Hall. Um, but then, then there was more. We talked about the Carlito. I don't think there's not much to say about uh, Carlos Colon. Um, uh, 
because I don't think a lot of us have really experienced him uh, other than the Royal Rumble in, what, 93, uh, mm-hmm. when he was a strapping youngster, according to Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, <laughs> so My favorite part was when he said, fuck it, I'm doing the rest of this in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, Riz, Riz, what did you have in, on mine? First of all, I'd I like to take this moment to talk about my mama. <laughs> Everybody times. should thank their mama every day. I text my mom. I legitimately text my mom and say, Mr. T says every I, day. It's not my mama, and I miss you. Independence Day. What? To Christmas Day. Oh, don't. What? Don't. To Easter Day. No. What? To in they said Independence Day. To Halloween Day. <laughs> what? <laughs> To Arbor Day. What? And yes, Earth Day. Are you reading, what? Are you reading a transcript? <laughs> no, I, I was just going off the cuff there. But yeah, what the the, the two weirdest speeches came from Lita and Mr. T. Am I correct? Yeah. It didn't even come from the one who we thought was going to be the weirdest yeah everybody was definitely uh worried about jake and worried about warrior in Uh the long run Um, by the way you said his name proper it is warrior yes his little girl's last they're the normal ones uh i wouldn't say i wouldn't even i I wouldn't even boil down warrior to normal um it was awkward it was a little rambly uh it was done the video man stupid shit and then left (laughs) They should have, yeah. I think those main events should have been Jake. Yeah, yeah. Mm. In the long run, as far as quality goes. I'm curious, I didn't get, did anybody get to watch the USA cut of it last night? No. So, mm. I, I am kind of seeing how they salvaged that. By... What What's the point without, like, the awkwardness and, like, the kind of, like, looking at your watch while you're watching it? That was the whole... Mm. Part of the experience was watching. And the it other live thing, yeah, how many of like, you guys have how actually? How much longer is Lita going to go on here? Damn, this is like forty-five <laughs> minutes. How, how have you guys? Uh... That's exactly like what I told Sword at the WrestleMania party. Mm-hmm. Everybody had their time cut because Lita went first. It was just like old times. Lita fucked everybody. Mm-hmm. Aww. Yep. <laughs> you leave her alone. She's a nice lady. Has fantastic looking tattoos. Well, I think um, the thing was the yeah, yeah, it was still. Playing to go shorter than you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Hard to say that. The best, the best part of the night, though, I thought, besides like all the the, the cool uh, Jake the Snake Roberts stuff, was when Kane interrupted Mister T, <laughs> and Mister T looked at him and go, "Did I take too long?" And Kane just shaking his head yes, and then Mister T extending his I'm hand sorry. to shake his hand, he goes, "Sorry." And then, he, <laughs> then, he, then he turns to the crowd and goes, "Sorry." Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and he's backpedaling. Sorry. I'm sorry. He continues to say sorry as he walks behind the curtain. It was so brilliantly done. Hey, Eamon, Eamon, you you were saying something? Well, I, I as far as like the length of stuff goes, I think this was interesting since it being you know the first year on the network, them mm-hmm. doing an actual sort of like long presentation i guess about this normally you would have it on usa and it would just be that cut down version of but this like, is and this is also like an hour. i mean they they put this as is on the dvd for wrestlemania yeah now. uh and and, and it's I, long i mean it's, like it's this is in, in, this is par for the course guys 
if you watch some yeah. of those old ones. And I really hope the network starts putting some of the old ones up so people see. No, this wasn't this wasn't exclusive to 2014. They're all weird. Yeah. <laughs> Because, because I, it is like, and people talk about. I think people like someone mentioned that WWE released like a statement to fans who were going to the Hall of Fame saying you have to sort of act a certain way. It's like yeah, because it's really not. You can't really treat it like a wrestling event. It yeah, is yeah. A, a Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Like it's a, a professional sort of event. Yes, yeah, sometimes those are think those professional events are super long. <laughs> so I don't know. I and I haven't. I like I said, I haven't watched it back, but I. I I look, definitely looking to. So, yeah. No spoilers. Yeah, but that crowd enjoyed the whole Mr. T mama thing. Mm-hmm. They they fed into it, and he fed with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he entirely knew what was going on. I know Warrior did oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when that happened. Oh, Mr. Jesus, T, Warrior. Mr. T had oh, that God. speech. I, I didn't watch the Hall of Fame, but I watched Raw last night. Good God. I yeah. really, I'm, as the minute he grabbed that microphone, a minute in, I was just like, somebody run out. Somebody, whoever's supposed to do a run in now, fucking do a run in. <laughs> Warrior? God. That was tame. Get the mic off talk- the motherfucker. That was tame. Yeah, that was tame. That was definitely tame it in the long so run. It was so off, though, and so awkward. It, sound- it sounded like It got like worse. Said, yeah. it, it sounded like somebody said at the after the Hall of Fame speech, hey, what the hell was that? <laughs> go out there on Monday were, and do Warrior. And you could tell, like, during his entrance, they were doing, like, extended, like, pans of the, the announce table just in case, like, he did anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, God. It, so like, awkward. It feels like, it definitely feels like WWE is figuring out if they can work with this guy. Because, well, the, the, the awkward thing about the thing is he started talking about the deal he made. Yeah, and in, and on top yeah. of that, we had Linda telling us about how Warrior could be a petulant child at certain times, and then <laughs> and then he did become that petulant child at the near the end of the speech. He kind of did. He just yeah. goes, "Hey, that video that 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 DVD was wrong," mm-hmm. and yeah. he just continues he on going with his speech during the speech when he was like, "Oh, it's like a whole advertisement for DDP yoga." Yeah. Fuck that! I, I didn't. Even, I didn't remember that. Remind part. me why we like the warrior. Again. <laughs> I, I, I hate the Ultimate Warrior. Hey, Mad Mike is here, the birthday boy. Hey. And look, we brought you balloons. <laughs> Yay, balloons! Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I uh, real quick, and we we should move on to the rest of the stuff here. We we are on a timetable. Uh, real quick, Mike, your thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Um, Jake Roberts was mystifying as always. Probably the best speech i've heard in years on the hall of fame lita sounded awkward but adorable um i want to meet mr t's mother and i really wish they let him go on instead of warrior telling me how to live my life there you go there you go also um it should have been sponsored by ddp yoga (laughs) it kind of was right they did something they actually did some like uh like a not a stand-up show but some kind of like talk shows i don't know some something he uh, did a breakfast of ddp he did a breakfast 
He did a. I heard him talking about it to Jim Ross. He did a breakfast with DDP. But they did a, the Sunday the Sunday morning of WrestleMania. And they did they did something one of those nights where they they were at a theater and, and it was like a come and hear them talk like a like a like a Cocabana show kind of situation too, uh, with yeah. with him and and Roberts and, and Hall. So I mean he's he's working this. And as I was saying in the first half of the show, there will be a documentary including what happened Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bet on it. This is happening. Oh. He- you know, DDP has already like said that he's been filming everything that's, yeah, that's happening. That's what I'm saying. They, they, it's, yeah, yeah. It's called like it's called the resurrection of Jake Roberts, mm-hmm. and and Hall is going to be a part of it too, as long as he sticks with yeah. it. So, um, so WrestleMania, uh, we talked about it a little bit already. Some high points there. Uh, the best, actually, Mike, I think you said best WrestleMania than X Seven. Really? I'm standing by it. I'm I think standing it's the by most it. solid, top to bottom, as long as I can remember. I I agree. I I I love this WrestleMania as far as as one from the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think this has been the strongest, definitely card wise, and just feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a really really great WrestleMania. I think it's up there. Uh, personally, I really love X Seven. I think I don't know. I feel like X Seven is kind of. Uh, yeah, look at that card again, a- though. There's a there's, lot of fluff on that card. But there's a lot of really great mm. stuff on that card. Even, yeah, yeah, but this like, was all uh, great like stuff. Random, like, there's random like filler matches, yeah, but compared to, I don't know, I felt the... I understand like people being super excited about Taker Brock, and, and I was super shocked by it, and I know it's awesome. I do just... I It was a really boring match. Mm-hmm. It was a mm. super boring match. For being a guy that was there, Like it was... The crowd was totally out of it. They weren't even popping for like Baker's offense. I think the crowd was just tired. I because at that no, point they had been there for hours. No, I, well, they, let's take let's take this to, but, to let's take this to Amon since he was there. Um, I mean, at, at that point, the feeling from us watching it, at least in the in the, in the crew that we were, um, was that it felt like you guys had a lot going on, and even by maybe even the scene there match. was a lot going on. I also just felt like the, they were going at half speed, and I think the crowd could really tell. And when they would cheer at times, it almost was like a sympathy cheer. Like they were very much like, this is Taker, and this is, you know, so we should and, be excited for this. Mm-hmm. And that's it, why when the Brent Brock gets the win, I don't think it's because – I don't think the shock on people's faces was because Brock got the win. It was because it was so just basic and so boring was, to when he, when he pinned him. It felt like a near fall, and he was just trying mm-hmm. to shock us. And then everyone was just like, wait, really? Like this is what's happening? And like, they really played I, that up with the – they didn't play music. They didn't do anything. Right, so while. it felt it felt false, like it felt yeah. like it was a mistake. Yeah, and, and my friend, my friend uh, Justin was like, "That was that's not what happened, right? That has to be wrong. They made a mistake, right?" And then they put twenty one and one up, and I'm like, "Yeah," nope, and then real. everyone was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's it, what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Uh, I just no, but I think the crowd was legitimately just zonked out because of how bad a match it was, uh, and and not too be like oh that match was shitty blah 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 i think it was a good match streak and like should brock have ended it because you know why are you putting this guy over whatever i think it was a perfect place to end the streak because taker is really on his end Mm -hmm. like he really is honest and i we couldn't i couldn't tell from like how it was presented really on the show and obviously we had like 
had a lot of follow-up on the Taker side of it, but the way I see it, the way they ended everything, that very much could have been Taker's last match. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. They had everyone, everyone, the announcers and everyone was standing up, clapping Taker after the match. That very much could have been his last match. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And does this the way con- he was moving in the ring, him? the way he was performing, I don't, I don't think that's a far, you know, you know, that's very likely. I think. I I feel like the last three years he's ended up in the hospital after WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like yeah. that's been the story every year, and and I think no, not last year, not last year, no, no, because no, yeah, he kept year. wrestling after last year. Last year he kicked Phil yeah. in the head and said, "Fuck you, I'm winning this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that was not that's that true. was not the deal last year. No, he stayed, he stayed for a while after too and wrestled a couple matches. Yeah, he wrestled yeah. the Shield uh, yeah. in two weeks, and then he wrestled Dean Ambrose on SmackDown of all places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I think that match had a lot to do with, first of all, Brock's style. Because Brock is a more methodical guy as opposed to like a CM Punk or like a Triple H who's more smash mouth. Mm-hmm. And plus, they they kind of treat it like a shoot fight. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Like, because the they're both big nice. MMA guys, they're both like trading holds and shit. Like, I think if they had a shoot fight, that's what it would be more like. And, and I feel like and it wasn't that some of the talk we we're saying like they, they kind of needs to be a shoot fight, or was that the weird part? Somebody said that at some point this thing is weird and 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 it turns shoot ish. Yeah, I I was kind of hoping that that's the direction it would have gone in, is that it kind of would have looked like Brock was going off the script a little bit. I, I'm I'm not gonna speak. Because I think Eamon's opinion is probably the most valid one here because he was the one who was actually in a building. But um, John Cena and I both here think that the problem was that the buildup really for the match wasn't strong enough. And no one believed that yeah. Brock had a legitimate chance to win, um, which sounds ridiculous now. But no one thought he was going to win going into the mm-hmm. match. Sorg, we were watching together. I got up and got a drink in the dead middle of that match and cracked jokes let me know if it picks up while I'm in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. I walked away from yeah. the Undertaker match yeah. in the middle of it. Because yeah. I didn't care. You just get we it over with like, and let him win, you know? We were all, like, well, on our phones I, and bullshitting with each other. And then it happened, and everybody in the room at the same time went, what? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait, exactly. what? Like, I, I put my hand over my mouth. I was like, oh, what? Like, it's like he hits the, the, he hits the third F. He hits the third F5, and the thought that goes through my head was not – Wow, this is going to be the end for the take for Taker. The thought in my head was, really kicking out of three F fives, really yeah. Undertaker. <laughs> I, no, I had the same. I, I had the like, same well, thought. I feel silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, thought, I was like, sort of I, no, and not to be like that asshole. I was sort of fading in my chair, and I was just like, really, they're doing like Taker's going to kick out of three F fives. Yeah, really. Yeah, and and also like the like going back to like the the actual like physics of the match like when they were set setting up for their finishers they were going so slow about it like it was like really like okay let me get you up for this like so it felt like it was it, just taking forever i still yeah. wonder if anybody else noticed the- like the tombstone on brock though i mean how high like his it, head he was almost I, I couldn't tell but it felt like he almost like lost them it was like it was like kane tombstoning linda mcmahon but <laughs> But I wonder if Taker's concussion had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. could have. I, yeah, because I mean, he's an old man to be getting a concussion in the in the beginning of a match, 
and then trying to go another 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good situation. And, and I mean, I, I'm just going to say one more thing. I'm sorry, Mike. Um, just I, And I had a chance to watch the match again um, yesterday. And knowing that the, the way the match went and how we all were not really that into the match and kind of like just kind of taking in the look on Undertaker's face after that match and I mean, kind of like that sense of, yeah, this looked like it was his last match. But also a lot of disappointment, a sense for me looking at a lot of disappointment on his face that maybe he knew that going in that this was going to be his last match and that he was disappointed with the quality of the match the way it turned out. Um, I kind of got that just from looking at his face. I know that's hard to do when you're watching wrestling, getting a sense of what someone's really thinking. But that was a sense I got on the second viewing was that Taker was seemed disappointed and, and maybe a little bit let down with mm-hmm. the fact that, that was his last match and that's the way things played out. I don't think it's going to be his last match. I don't think so either. No, I yeah. don't think so because I'm going to liken it to Mariano Rivera. Um, Mariano Rivera, for those who don't know, closer for the Yankees uh, last year, he retired. Two years ago, everyone thought it was going to be his last year and he injured himself shagging fly balls in the outfield. Mm. And, and like he was pitching great, you know, everything was going fine, but then he injured himself. He couldn't, he couldn't finish out the season. And he, he had an interview and it was just like, originally I was going to retire this season. I can't go out like this. And I think the undertaker is going to be the same way. I'm not, I think he's going to have one more match at Mania. I'm not saying it's going to be against Sting because now I'm not sure. Um, I think if if, it, if it's going to be against anyone, it might be John Cena. Yeah. Which I, I could see that. Like, ha- have John Cena, Undertaker next year, Taker retires the following year when they're, in, when they're probably going to be in Dallas. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's do, I mean, okay, the streak is gone, Mike, and, and everybody else, but – the retirement stipulation is still out there for the Undertaker. You oh, yeah, still absolutely. have an epic. I mean, and it, one of the first things that upset me about the streak being lost is that is the sense that WWE left money on the table by not doing Undertaker Cena at WrestleMania. But given you know a couple of days to think it over, the, the retirement stip is still in play. You could still have an epic John Cena Undertaker match. I don't think he's wrestling again. It doesn't feel like there's, it. There's I, I think it's hard to build like, that up again. No, 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 no. It, it, it's the fact that this sport. I, I think. I think sport. going into that match. Go ahead. Sorry, Riz. No, I was going to say this is the. I was just going to say that I. I think perhaps <laughs> that. <laughs> I think we got a little bit of a delay here. Matt then Riz. Okay. We need a con show. All right, I'll take this. I think going into the match, Undertaker thought it was his last match. I think after the match ended, he's probably thinking, I want to have another match. But when, when do, when do, if you're Vince McMahon, when, if you saw that match that took place, you saw how easily that guy just got hurt. Why would you put him back in? Yeah. 
Yeah. Why would you make him wrestle again? Hey, Rock, there's, there's, a, there's a physical. There's a medical. There's a medical staff. There's a medical test that these guys have to go but through still, to get into the ring. Undertaker had to pass that test to get in the ring. The reason Hulk Hogan didn't have a match is because he couldn't pass that test. Mm-hmm. Right, but if somebody looks, I, mean, I get that. But when somebody looks a certain way, or, or he you couldn't know, you can die tell in, the ring in their performance, another bump is it's, that dangerous. It's a concussion. Brock Lesnar yes. is sloppy you, at best. You know Let's how many get that Brock have is not died the great concussion world. All right, well, this is a debate that's going to go on, but we got to wrap up here, guys. Um, and we barely even touched Raw, but we did touch on it a lot on the Raw wrap-up show last night directly after that. Uh, go check that out over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and on the Wrestling Mayhem Show super feed over on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Uh, we got, we got, I think we covered for the most part what happened on Raw last night on there. Uh, so, uh, guys, let's do it real quick. Tell me, uh, not you, Mike. We already got yours. Unless you learned something in the last two hours. Uh, <laughs> um, what did you guys learn from wrestling this week? Uh, we'll go around the horn uh, with Riz. I learned that uh, CM Punk is now second in the creepiest song sung in the WWE <laughs> arena. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, what about you, Bobby? Uh, like I said earlier, I learned that uh, I wanted to see WWE make little kids cry with the John Cena versus Bray Wyatt match, but instead I will settle for grown ass adults crying over the take uh, Undertaker losing a streak. <laughs> LB, how about you? I learned that uh, John Cena is afraid of spiders, especially when those spiders are large bearded men. Mm. <laughs> Wheels, how about you? What did I learn? I learned I really enjoyed watching WrestleMania at a college campus while also every once in a while taking a peep at my network just to see how far along I was compared to their stream, which was 30 seconds, and I enjoyed it. And unfortunately, I caught the Undertaker finish before they did, and I just just shook my head and went, no, please, not this. Mm. (laughs) And somebody's like, what? I'm like, you'll see. <laughs> and so, I, I I enjoy watching WrestleMania with a college crowd because the yes chants were great, the what's the everything felt like you're there at the Superdome, Silverdome, Silverdome. <laughs> uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, I learned that uh, sometimes I talk too much. Sorry for hogging the uh, second half of the show, guys. And uh, I also learned that JBL and Cole do not like Diet Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Lawler drank that like a champ. I don't know. I don't know if he enjoyed it, though. Of course Jerry Lawler likes Diet Mountain Dew. (laughs) We need to stop eating Jerry Lawler things or going to give him another heart attack. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think Jerry Lawler lost a bet that night. Um, and he just said, okay, I'll do it. And drink it. <laughs> You're going to tell me, he's like, sponsor says you have to drink it. Maybe <laughs> was like, I'm not oh. drinking that stuff, Michael. Sorg, I, I learned one more thing. Oh. Bob, Bob Backlund is the master of facial expressions during wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Oh, man. I, I don't know if he had popcorn in his teeth. I don't know if he was just mugging for the camera. I don't know if he's was fixing his dentures. I don't know if he was just being Bob Backlund. <laughs> Whatever he was doing, 
He needs to do it all the time, and he needs to do it while Warrior is snarling in his face. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I learned, uh, I enjoyed the Red Carpet Hall of Fame show more than yes. I ever expected. Yes, that was so was entertaining. I mean, I mean, that was, that's what I've enjoyed. Uh, I was watch, I watched two of the three WrestleMania todays, and just catching these guys just not in promo mode. You know, even the backstage promos we see, they're just sitting and talking, and it's you know more real. You know, catching these guys kind of out of their elements, and and so it was with, the red carpet with, thing just a whole lot of Renee Young with awkward with awkward <laughs> uh, Kickstarter sitting in front of them. Apparently, um, no, it was yeah, it was Ray Young. Renee, it's on it's on network if you want to look back at it. Um, but it was like they had a red carpet in front of the stage. Uh, Renee Young was in, and a couple of the NXT NXT announcers were out there getting interviews. Cole and uh, Maria Menounos, I'm starting to get say her name right. Uh, we're actually up on a platform and they're bringing people up interviewing. So they're just like talking to the wrestlers as they came in with whoever they were with. You know, all right. So it was I was kinda, say, if it was if it was all Renee Young, I'd watch it. But it was it was pretty cool though. Um, I think it's a lot of Renee Young, and she was very classy. You know, Tom Phillips is delightful. As well. What was Tom Phillips there? I don't know. I'm assuming, you said NXT announcer. So uh, uh, Saxton, the black guy, and I don't think the other dude was. Uh, okay, so no I Tom Phillips. I don't. Byron Saxton's cool too. I don't think Phillips Phillips and was is all over the uh, uh, app last night. And actually, the app mm-hmm. was amazing to watch last night. Um, good, good post WrestleMania stuff with Renee Young actually, um, and the in between stuff like uh, they started the Cesaro Swagger match, and the middle stuff with uh, I want to say the Wyatts that we saw was pretty good. Uh, again, you know, catching the crowd was was pretty fantastic. Oh, and the King of Swing is the best name ever. Yes, I love it. I love it already. The King Heyman's... of Swing, like I, that has to be a Heyman. Has thing. to be. Hey, Guys, Heyman was his manager for less than a minute, and he coined the perfect catchphrase for yes. Cesaro. The King of Swing, like that. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Guys, Wrestling Mayhem Show. Hey, Thank hey, you, Sork. Hi. Oh, oh, that I Heyman. I even set you up. I'm sorry. What did you learn? I, yeah, What'd you learn from New Orleans? What did you learn from your I live experience? I'm just so. You don't know my age. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> I know your age. You're sixty. Heyman, you know my age. I yeah. No. But, it just changed. Name is 47 slash Very well. Thank you, Will. Um, <laughs> I, I learned from wrestling this week there there is such a thing as too much wrestling. <laughs> there was so much wrestling this weekend. I, I told crawl. you that years ago, sir. I want to crawl in a ball, and I want to just like, <laughs> not, and I, and I watched wrestling last night, too, even when I shouldn't have, because there was just so much wrestling. And oh, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Are you ready for Thursday Impact? Guys, it's the Eamon Wrestling Eamon Mayhem Show. Thank you. At Eamon please. At Matt Carlins. At Ben Mike 48 At Bobby F. Town. At The E. Riz. At Hot Wheels RWA. At DJ Lunchbox. Also at The Papa Lunchbox. And I'm at Sorgatron. I'm at Out of Here. We're at Mayhem Show. Catch us every Tuesday at <laughs> live.sorgatronmedia.com at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh you can drop us a line at 
WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Thanks to the great Mike Allen for all the show notes and tweets during the show. You can catch him at at MikeAllenPR. <laughs> Guys, it's Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait.